Hello everyone, well, I had a fun time doing those Batman serials. Now it's time to move on to something else because it... Hold on a second. What? There's more Batman serials? It, it... Two hours worth? Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, there's eight more episodes of this trash, but hey! Maybe this is like one of those shows where the episodes get progressively better. Oh, still sucks. Ugh, I'll actually have to take a break from Batman serials after this one. I'm aware there's also one from 1949, which I have, and I'll also look at it, but I'll review some other things in between. That being said, here's Batman Part 2. But first, how did that cliffhanger get resolved? Robin hits the stop button on the elevator. Yay! Could've put more effort into explaining how he gets out or do a creative intro, but I wanted to match the effort of this series. So, episode 8 brings back this guy, Colton, who has a radium mine. Alfred had pretended to be him previously, and now Daka has his hands on the actual man. He attempts to turn him into a zombie, but Colton just decides, eh, it's easier to show him where the mine is, so... And hey, I mean, these characters aren't just racist against Asians. They also have to be a dick to this Native American guy. Hey, sit and pull. You got any water? Colton leads them to his cabin and his mine. Bruce, Dick, Alfred, and Linda make their way to his cabin to try to find Colton as well. He leads the criminals into the mine with him and he- YOINK! He hides. He's able to escape to a trap door leading to his cabin, but Batman and Robin have already made their way into the cave and a Three Stooges-esque farce with none of the humor ensues, leading everyone into the cave at once and being blown up with a bomb. Cliffhanger time! Don't worry, Batman escapes with everyone except Colton who dies? Ooh, oh damn. Oof. Well, also, Bruce just missed everything. What a coincidence. Episode 9 brings us a new disguise for Bruce that is hilariously bad. He goes undercover as a criminal named Chuck White. His outfit is a hat, some ratty clothes, and a fake nose. No one will ever know. I'm serious. He fools literally everyone in the episode, including Linda. So, not much happens in this episode. Totally not. Bruce goes to this bar on a dock and tries to start trouble, but he's saved by Robin, only to die. But not really. Just that pesky cliffhanger. Alright, episode 10. Mr. Chuck White heads back to this criminal hideout to hear about a MacGuffin clock device that's going to be airdropped at one of the three cheap locations that they were allowed to shoot at. Whoa, that's not how airplane physics work. Hey man, every time Chuck is involved, the Batman shows up. What a coincidence. Takes an entire episode with the crooks to catch on, by the way. Episode 11 gives us more Chuck White, who gets sprung from jail from the last episode. He meets with a villain who wants to get at the Batman. Chuck is able to get information on one of the crooks' hideout before he's bailed out. Okay, well, back to crime fighting. Oh no! Wait, no cliffhanger. Okay, Bruce makes it but no scratches or anything. Okay, whatever. So, Batman and Robin make their way to the villain's hideout and see their communication equipment. So, 
Now, after another exciting fight, they find out Batman's identity, almost. Another running gag or joke is that Dr. Daga has grown extremely impatient with the crew being unable to kill Batman. These crooks, thinking Batman and Robin are knocked out with the police coming, they set some explosives to kill him. And Batman's actually awake, though. He was whacked pretty hard with that gun. And uh, holds him there before they escape through the floor. So, Batman just lets that guy die. Okay. Those who may not be aware, Batman isn't really supposed to kill people. Not that this serial cares about getting the characters right, because Batman does plenty of killing in this. In episode 12, the plot starts to heat up for our main characters, and honestly, this is where it gets less boring. Dr. Daka lures Linda to the place where her Uncle Martin used to work before he was arrested. The place gets set on fire accidentally when Batman and Robin intervene, and some dumbass drops a cigarette on this flammable stuff here. This stellar editing is... Supposed to make you think Batman was crushed by that flaming wood. He survives, of course, and makes his way to Daka's lair in episode 13 after scaring a location out of this guy in the Batcave. Linda gets turned into a zombie and Batman falls into a pit of spikes that will be closing in on him. What will happen in episode 14? Well, Linda's still a zombie, but Robin saves Batman with a crowbar. The mind-controlled Linda lures Batman to this apartment with a handwritten note. Batman's knocked out and put in a wood coffin. The coffin's taken back to Daka's lair and dropped into a pit of alligators. So, surely Batman couldn't have survived that. Well, and don't call me Shirley, here's where some nonsense happens. Episode 15, the finale. Thank God. The first five minutes are dedicated to retelling the last five minutes of episode 14, but instead of, oh, here's how Batman got out, they just... Uh, show more footage of Batman escaping with the help of Robin that was not there before, and then putting the crook in the coffin in his place, and then killing him. Now, keep in mind, this is the only episode to pull something like this. The rest of the episode plays out how you might expect. Batman and Robin finally find the opening to the lair, and they thwart Dr. Daka and his henchmen, but not before throwing plenty of slurs around. Linda and her uncle are de-zombified, and all seems well except Daka escapes his ropes and holds Linda at knife point. Batman tells Alfred to close the door, but he accidentally hits the trapdoor button, and Daka falls to his death, getting eaten by the alligators. Batman gives the police all the credit, and he escapes, and Bruce comes back. Hey, I always miss the Batman. Everyone laughs despite the murder of Daka. And that's the end. Ooh, wow. This was a hard watch, and not just because of how many episodes there were, but, like, how boring this is. Boring. It's well over four hours if we watch them all back to back. There's maybe one hour of story in the whole thing. Then there's some action, and honestly, half of it is recaps. Um, ugh. It, it, listen, it's fun to see the first ever screen appearance of Batman, and there are some influences that would go on to the later series, such as the Bat-Signal and the Bat-Cave. But the constant racism, the horrible production value, and the lazy writing make it a tough watch. Can't really recommend these to anyone other than a hardcore Batman fan who's just genuinely curious. Alright, that was the Batman serials from 1943. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.